Colorado Preps. Kevin Schaefer with your Colorado Preps cast. Welcome to our latest PrepCast episode. We again focus on small school volleyball, and for our needs, we consider that 1A, 2A, and 3A. We're presented by Colorado Farm Bureau Insurance, real service, real people from across the state since 1950. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kevin Schaefer. We start in Class 1A volleyball with some thoughts on rankings this week as Prairie moved up to number one. We understand that move. The Mustangs have played well and stayed unbeaten against a really good schedule thus far. We are surprised a bit by the change of Kit Carson ahead of Levita since the Redskins won the head-to-head matchup. So again, we still feel the Redskins should be rated ahead of the Wildcats. Walsh moved into the ninth spot. Eagles are 3-2 and two and part of a very good Arc Valley League. All teams there have winning records entering this week. Now back to Prairie. They're involved in a big matchup this week as the Mustangs go over to Fleming. A win there gives the Mustangs a clean sweep through the first half of the schedule. Briggsdale and Weldon Valley also play on that same day, and if Prairie and Weldon Valley win, then the Mustangs have a two-game edge in the league race going into the second half again in the North Central teams play each other both home and away during the conference run. Now, Otis Beat flagged their high plains last week. Now they visit Stratton Liberty coming up on Friday. Win there really makes the Bulldogs the overwhelming favorite to land the district title. Flagler high plains and Stratton Liberty are the top two challengers with maybe Haxton in the mix, but again, if Otis gets this when we have to consider them the favorite as we look to the postseason late next month. Now a key early game in the Ark Valley and as we mentioned all teams have a winning record. That's Wiley at Springfield coming up on Friday. Wally already has a loss to Walsh, so they can't afford another one and keep their title hopes alive for Springfield. This will be their league opener. Now from Tuesday, we had big wins by Marino and Kiowa. Kiowa top Pikes beat Christian in four sets. Both teams went into that one unbeaten in the Black Forest chase, so the race now likely down to uh, Kiowa and Elbert, and those two longtime rivals don't meet until October 24th, basically the last week of the regular season. Kiowa also challenges Genoa Hugo, a top opponent coming up on Thursday of this week. Last night's win very tight. All four sets decided by five points or less. Kiowa won the uh, decisive game four, 28-26. Now Marino, they outlasted 2A Lyman in five sets. Marino number four in 1A, Lyman number two in 2A. Rams won set four, 25-15, then set five, 15-13. So again, a very tight match. Marino, they improved to eight and one. They've won eight straight since an opening loss to Briggsdale. They returned to lower play Flat League play on Friday at Hexton, then have tough ones against Otis and Wiggins next week. Now, if the Rams beat Hexton, then their match next week with Wiggins, very important to that league chase. Wiggins stayed unbeaten in league play by beating Sedgwick County in three sets this week. Tigers moved to 4-0 in the conference, and they remain tied with Marino atop the standings. We spoke with Wiggins head coach Michelle Baker earlier today about the win and their season to date. Yeah, it was a really tight contest all the way through. Um, I like those kind of games. We had some times that we were down. We struggled a little bit on serve-receive, which we hadn't really faced yet this season. So um, being able to see those weaknesses, you know, gives us something to work on. Uh, but I liked I like getting down and having to test the girls um, in their mental strength and, uh, and see if we can't come back. So even though it's a little bit more stressful. I like being put in those situations so these girls become a little bit more battle-tested. And you've been there with some of your players with the state tournament the last couple of years. Do you think that experience kind of helps you in a match like this? I think it helps me as a coach, and I think it helps our, you know, we only have two returning starters. Um, You know, last night on the court, we only had one returning starter with Bree Gilliland. 
so you know I'm looking at a whole new team um, lots of lots of young girls out there that haven't had to uh, face those types of situations so um, getting the opportunity to to face those I think just makes uh, an all-around better player as they as they go through their years you mentioned you got a lot of new faces do you like where your team stands I know you had a couple of early losses but you seem to be hitting stride right now yeah, I'm, I'm real happy with the way the team stands. Um, I think that, you know, we, we rotate in with, uh, right now I think we have three freshmen starting and, uh, you know, a solid four that are consistently on the court. And, um, you know, for them to be able to do what they do and, and battle the way they've battled and, and, and hang in there, um, I'm, I, I don't know that Coach Kerr and I could be happier with the way things are going. Okay, I know one of the spots that you had to replace this year was your daughter at setter. Who has stepped forward for you there and filled that key role? Um, Jenna White stepped in for us. Uh, she spent the summer with us and, and went to some UNC camps, and, and it was tough to replace Chloe, and we did some different things this summer um, with some different individuals. And uh, come that first um, game against Bennett back in August, uh, Jenna was our girl, and we went with Jenna White. So, okay, who you mentioned some freshmen, but who else has stepped up for you? Let's let's talk about some of the individuals and what they bring to the table. Uh, well, this this year in particular, we have a great defense, and I think that that contributes to with some of our freshmen, and that's all around the border. Avery Burdett, uh, Lexi McCullough, um, Helen Meese. Um, and and those girls have stepped in and done just a phenomenal job of uh, of defense. And Lexi McCullough started off in the front row. She's our she's our other middle, and is doing an awesome job up there. Still has a lot of growing and and some things that we need to tweak. Um, she asked me at the beginning of the year what what it was going to take for me to play her in that back row, and we kind of discussed it a little bit. And all of a sudden, she's become one of our. Uh, our best defensive players back there, so she's done a great job. But Avery, um, Avery's got a great defensive past. Uh, she's played libero for her club for the last several years, so she steps in on the court, and when she's in that back row, she's absolutely um, confident in her skills and abilities back there. Um, Talon Meese is is the same way. She she steps in. The, these these young freshmen, they just have. Uh, zero issues with confidence they step on and they just love the game came back to last night i told you it was a key win but uh didn't quite win the crown last night still got marino out there never discount yuma so still some work to do in the lower plat absolutely uh marino's always always a battle for us and always a fun one typically goes to five sets so um you know i'm excited for marino it's neat to be able to you know, I was kind of, I feel like they were kind of where I am right now a few years back where I have that younger younger talent out on the court. So it's kind of cool to see those younger girls that they have hitting that junior, senior year and, and watching them battle. We knew Marino was going to be tough this year. We've known it for the last couple of years. So um, it's always a fun game to play. Again, a defensive battle, but they have a great offense as well. So looking forward to catching up with them next week.
That again is Wiggins head coach Michelle Baker. Now as we continue in Class 2A, Lyman must quickly rebound from the Tuesday loss. The Badgers take on top-ranked Denver Christian on Friday. That's the first of two one-versus-two battles in Lyman this weekend. Football team also faces number 2 Strasburg on Saturday, so it's a tremendous homecoming week there in Badgerland. Now Denver Christian enters the match 10-0 after quickly dispatching Lions in three sets on Tuesday. Thunder have been ranked number 1 in the state the entire entire year they remain the favorite to land the state championship after finishing to second a year ago thunder coached by russ Heyman. yeah our kids are uh, working you know exceptionally hard they're uh, taking care of one another and, and working you know hard to have a great culture and um we're just kind of going one one match at a time here uh, just putting in our game plans and and i uh, hope our plans are to get better at each match that we play so Obviously, you're coming off a, a couple of good years, made it all the way to the state finals. You're ranked number one, though, this year. Is it a little different being the hunty as opposed to the hunter? Um, you know, the, I I appreciate the rankings. We just don't put, you know, too much stock into that, um, simply because uh, in volleyball, it could just change on any night. So we really focus on just taking care of our business inside our practices and our businesses in, inside the games and, uh, you know, and how we approach the games. And if we do those things, then, then uh, we essentially do our best and forget the rest. <laughs> yeah, understand. But your overall goal has to, has to be to lift that trophy there uh, in November where you just missed out last year. Yeah, you know, it's kind of odd, but we... we I know it may sound sounds unique, but we just we don't look at it that way. We don't look for those trophies. Uh, we are we are kind of coming from the John Wooden school uh, of philosophy on that, and, and it's just you know it's it's one process at a time. We have a lot of internal goals that that we have set for our program, but a lot of those just deal with you know the culture that we want to have and. and focusing on how, you know, we handle ourselves mentally and physically. We're, you know, a, a Christian school, so uh, just being quality individuals is something that we really focus on. And uh, honestly, you know, if we're doing those things right, we'll just let the rest take the uncontrollables, you know, go, and we'll just focus on what we can control. Understand. You mentioned quality individuals, and, and you have several that have played important roles in getting this program back to the top. Talk about some of your top players this year and, and what they mean to your program. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have we have some seniors that that are coming back, and um, they're, you know, we have obviously a, a, a junior that's that's a very strong player in, in Jackie and and Anna, one of our seniors, and you know they they contribute you know a lot, but. But it is a team effort. I mean, that's the thing about volleyball. You know, we're playing on a 30-by-30 court, and they can only do their part when everybody else is is doing their part. So um, it it genuinely is a team effort. um, But we do, you know, really love watching, uh, you know, some of these players play. And and, uh, the good thing about them is is they're always, uh, you know, helping everybody else out and, and getting them better as well. So it's kind of a unique chemistry that we have. 
You mentioned you don't look at the rankings, but a lot of folks do, and you have a big one coming up on Friday as you take on Lyman, and you guys are ranked 1-2 in the state in 2A again this week, so uh, it's turned into a good rivalry, but this is a, this is a big match coming up this week. You know, the Lyman is, Lyman is a really strong, uh, they, they just have a great pedigree of volleyball. They're, they're always coached well. Um, I've always just had tremendous respect for what they've accomplished out there in Lyman, and, and they have tremendous fans. Uh, I just I look forward, and I know the team looks forward to the atmosphere that'll be there. Um, you know, Lyman's just kind of unique, and you get there, and it's just it's an, it's a really fun place to play, and, and, and you know, just crazy passionate fans that they have, and and um, you know, we know that that we're always going to have their best. And uh, like I said before, uh, you know, we're just going to take one, literally one game at a time. It's just we're going we're gonna to take the, whatever game is in front of us and we're going to try and, and learn and get better. And that's what we've lived by, you know, over the past five years at this school and that, that's what we'll continue to do. But Lyman is that's a pretty special place and, and they're special people and, and we do have tremendous respect for for uh, their volleyball program out there. Denver Christian head coach Russ Heyman. Now we continue our volleyball prep cast here in a moment with thoughts from Dolores coach Gina Holland. That's next after this word from Colorado Farm Bureau Insurance. Real service for real people. Hi, Jack Horgan for your other home team. Colorado Farm Bureau Insurance. Serving Colorado since 1950. Offering competitive rates and fast friendly service. With over 50 offices throughout the state, you're sure to find an agent close by. Part of your community who can provide the personal service to handle your insurance needs. More than insurance, local insurance from people you can trust. Visit cfbinsurance.com to find a local agent near you. Real service, real people. Colorado Farm Bureau Insurance Company, Centennial, Colorado. Now we started this podcast with some quick thoughts on the 1A rankings and we also have some concerns about the 2A polls and they seem to miss Dolores on a regular basis. Bears continue to be the only team unbeaten in the San Juan Conference but they've yet to crack the rankings. Instead, the polls have placed Ignacio and Telluride there on a regular basis. Now, both the Bobcats and Miners have had good seasons with some quality wins, but Dolores has beaten them both, and they sit alone atop the league standings, and as a result, I'm not sure why they're not in the Chassa Top 10 coaches polls. But first, we get some comments from their coach, Gina Holland, about their good win last night over Ignacio. Well, we turned on our offense. Uh, girls had minimal errors. Uh, got a pretty strong middle hitter, so feed her the ball, and she tends to put it down most of the time. Okay, and I'm guessing you're talking about Jordan Elder as your middle hitter. Yes. What does she bring to the table for you? Oh, just her presence and her force. Um, girls feel comfortable when she's in the front row, kind of tend to, to become a little weaker when she's off the court, but I think she just brings that confidence. And I believe, am I right when I said she missed some time earlier this year for you? Is that correct? She did uh, kind of an injury. We were just kind of resting her, um, trying to save her for the league games. And long term, do you think that might help your ball club to know that they can win without her in the lineup sometimes? I think it does. Okay. What about some other players? Uh, Tell me who has stepped up for you this year. Um, So I have a soft. A sophomore um, transferred in last year as a freshman from Cortez, uh, Aaron Brown. 
who's, you know, just talkative, gets the girls, you know, picked, picked up the hype and stuff. Um, she's really good at reading the ball defense and, and it's just a strong offensively, offensively for us as well. What about statewide and uh, respect? Because uh, I, I can't understand why you guys aren't in the top ten with the Chaz and Now polls. They continue to put in some league rivals that you guys have beaten, but yet you're not getting respect. Does that bother you or the team at all? It has for the last ten years, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I mean, some of those teams that are up there, I think, travel over and are exposed to other parts of the state versus it's hard for us to be able to do that um i mean i've been to state three times in 10 years and we're always the number 12 seed even as a regional winner so i think part of it's we don't get we don't get the respect i think because people assume that you know we're weaker over on this side of the state um and we can be just as competitive as some of those other teams Okay, and do you think this year's bunch has a chance to maybe do that, to get to state and get some victories there? I think so. Okay, and then do you do do you use the, uh, I hate the phrase lack of respect, but I can't think of anything else. Do you it's use okay. that? Do, do you use that with your kids on a, base, a regular um, basis? A little bit. I have some, some kids that are real big into the stats, and they follow along, and I have some players that, don't necessarily you know pay attention to it and they just want to play and they're enjoying winning um so i think i kind of need to maybe push them a little bit i got quite a few underclassmen and they're pretty new to the whole varsity program so we'll see some of them do some of them don't okay last question coach where do you want to get better from this point on as you prep for the postseason coming up late next month i think just the consistency in all six rotations i have two that are a little bit weaker so just focusing on trying to you know get the side out quickly and keep the ball on our side several other matches in two-way to watch this week fowler and rocky ford share the santa fe league they each have tough battles on thursday the grizzlies head to honey and the Melaneers host swink in the mile high race heritage christian looks to stay unbeaten and keep pace with denver christian union colony and dawson but they must get, must get by highland on thursday huskies sit just a game back in the standings out west two of the three league leaders meet as meeker goes to west grand on friday both are unbeaten through the first couple of weeks of league play Paonia also shares first place. They have a tough road trip to Vail Mountain on Saturday. Up in 3A, Colorado Academy may have the most difficult conference stretch of the week. The Mustangs were 2-0 very early in the Metro Chase. They hope to challenge defending state champion Lutheran and Faith Christian for the title. They face both those opponents this week. They fell to Faith Christian back on Tuesday and probably need to upset Lutheran on Thursday to stay in the title discussion. Now in the Patriot, Resurrection Christian also has a difficult opening stretch. It started with a three-set loss to Eaton on Tuesday and continues Thursday against defending league champion Platte Valley. Cougars also tango with highly ranked Sterling coming up next Tuesday. On the western slope, Cedar Edge kept rolling with a win over Delta Tuesday night. The Bruins moved to 8-0, still have not dropped a set this year. They're tied for the early lead with Basalt and Coleridge. Those two collide on Thursday, so the list of leaders will be trimmed a bit more. Alamosa and Bayfield both grab league wins on Tuesday 
They each improved to 4-0 in the Intermountain. Only one will stay atop the standings when they meet for the first time on Saturday, that match in the San Luis Valley. Tri-Peaks race starting to sort itself out a bit this week. Four teams opened up the week without a league loss, but Buena Vista fell off the pace with their loss to St. Mary's. That leaves Colorado Springs Christian, La Junta, and Lamar sharing first place. La Junta and CSCS meet on Thursday, so again, one will fall off. Tigers also face Buena Vista on Saturday in another key early season match. That's our small school volleyball podcast for the week. It's presented by Colorado Farm Bureau Insurance, real service, real people across the state since 1950. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kevin Schaefer.